0: Shalom, and I hope all is well. My name is Yitzhak Shifman. Thanks for tuning into this podcast, and I hope you enjoy the Torah classes in it. Now, on to the episode. Today's Laman Maseches is, is Nun Vav Alef 56a. We're going to start at the, bot- the top of the page, Amr Le'Keseler of Yeshua Ba'chananya. We're going to have really one section in today's learning, as we'll begin now, three stories regarding dreams. Now the first two stories have a similar idea. <clears throat> the first story is of Yeshua Barchananya. He was able to instill a dream in the head of the Caesar, which really follows the previous Gemara, that dreams are the byproduct of things people think about during the day. So in this instance, he was able to tell the Caesar something and tell the Caesar he'd dream about that, and indeed he did. And similarly, Shmuel instilled a certain vision in the head of Shavur Malkah, the Persian king, and he dreamed about that as well, because, again, the things that we think about during the day create the dreams that we have at night. Now we move on to the third story, which is a story with Abai and Rava and the dream interpreter called Barhegia. So the Gemara tells us that Abai and Rava had the same dreams, and they approached Barheja for interpretations. This Barheja's policy was that if you gave him money, he would interpret the dream in a positive light, and if not, he would say a negative interpretation. Baye gave money and he got good interpretations. Rava initially did not, and he got negative interpretations. And the Gemara goes through 13 dreams that they had this trade-off, where Abai gave money and had a, received a positive result, and Rava received a negative result. And as we'll see, these interpretations genuinely came true. The Gemara continues and says that Rava on his own went to Barheja and had four more dreams interpreted without giving money, and again with negative interpretations and results, until he finally paid, and then the final five interpretations of his dreams were positive. Eventually, Abai realized that Barheja's book said that all of the interpretations and following results really follows what the mouth says, means how the interpretation goes. So he got upset at Barheja and said, I forgive you for everything besides the passing of the daughter of Avchizda, meaning for my wife's death. And he cursed Barheja that he should fall into the hands of a king who would not have mercy. So Barheja understood that the curse of a big tzaddik like Rova is certainly going to come true. So he exiled himself as a form of kaparas. This would swallow the punishment instead. Then the story goes that he went to the house of the Caesar and he was near the, the guardian of the treasury, of the treasure house of the Caesar. The, the guardian of that treasure house uh, had told him dreams that he had had and he didn't interpret them because the, the guardian didn't give him, the guard didn't give him the money that he was asking for. Eventually, he said that the dreams imply, in a negative sense, that worm got into the silks The Gemara, turning to Nunvav Mutveh, says that they held him accountable, Barheja, because he knew better, and he should have told them something. Because he didn't inform them, he was the one deemed responsible for the destruction of all those silks of the king. And the Gemara tells us that they executed him in terrible fashion by tying him to two trees and letting them go, and he was split. Now the Bach actually adds in some words that Rava says, I only forgave him when I saw that he actually was split entirely up to his head through this terrible way of execution. We're stopping at the top of Nun Vav Amur Bez. Be'ezus Hashem will continue tomorrow with Nun Vav Amur Bez. In the meantime, everybody have a wonderful day.